Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest Bench Units gimmickry in what we're going to be calling our Grudge Match or Blood Feud series. I've not decided yet. <laughs> the idea for this is that we pull in somebody who James is about to play this coming weekend and we get them to talk a load of trash to each other. It's going to be great. Um, James is very uncontroversial, so he'll probably just be nice the whole time and it will render this whole gimmick completely useless. But joining me in the predominantly black and white, but I think Bilbao also have red and green in their branding. Joining me in the black and white and red and green corner is my usual co-host, James. And joining us in the yellow and blue corner is James's former teammate and now about to be nemesis, Rose Holloman. How's it going, guys? Good. Yeah, that was that was weird. Um, I really, I forgot that letting you intro meant that I couldn't start this podcast being like former teammate, current enemy, Rose. <laughs> but yeah, welcome on, Rose. How's it going? It's going going good. It, it does feel weird that we're going to be playing against each other this weekend. Yeah, man. It's, it's fun. And as Mark said, I'm very like, I stay away from the controversies who you could probably just like trash talk me and be like, yeah, we're going to blow you out. And I'd be like, yeah, maybe like <laughs> it, could, it, it could happen. No, um, nah. It's the inherent flaw with the grudge match idea is you're just going to be too nice to ever, like you've never, as far as I'm aware, made an enemy of anyone you've ever played with or against. So it's just going to be yeah. like people we like anyway, which is basically the only guests we ever get in. Yeah. Like what you're saying is like, I'm going to get friends on here. And I'm going to be like, hey, it'll be a good game. And the real victory is the friends we made along the way. Oh, God. You make me you know, sick. The usual, like, disabled sports stuff. We're, like the verbal equivalent of, like, taking a photo with your hands in the air. We haven't even checked in with Rose about whether she considers you to be her friend still. Uh, what was I? <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry. That was mean, James. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. Why did you bring this up? <laughs> Sorry. We, we are at least ex-colleagues and current um friends, probably. We're friends. I'm I'm we're friends, yeah. For now at least. Will that change at all if James beats you on Saturday? No. Oh yeah, that's not- I don't think it will. It, it, it's like there, there's a weird dynamic of like, man, if someone gets blown out, it's gonna be weird, but Nah. Plus, you you guys are flying over, right? And you have to hang out with these guys for like a day and a half after the after the game. So it has to go not too badly. The only way that James could minimize our friendship if he doesn't go to hook with us afterwards. Oh no! Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I'll be there. No, I was thinking like anyone who's like, oh god, these guys are ex teammates. Like not with us specifically, but in general, anyone who thinks that's an issue is probably like bitterly disappointed when they realize that most people like each other in general the only thing that could be happen that could really happen is if you just like wipe me out on the way to the basket or something like that could get weird but oh that'd be great rose if you do that we'll have you on next week as well <laughs> okay that's good <laughs> good incentive. You're not talking rose into this if you have if you do that we'll never have you on again is probably <laughs> what you needed to bribe her but and now we've got grudge match going on um so, Rose, you are the first person to ever request a lightning round, which we didn't really have prepped because you've been on before and we tend to only do that once because otherwise people never show up again. Um, so we have come up with, I don't know how many questions of lightning round, but me and James will just fire these at you and we'll get into the 
episode that way. James, you ready to go? Uh, not even slightly. Rose threw this at us, and I really wanted to be like, okay, question one, do you think you're special? Why would we do another lightning round? <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, Mark, you said you had one question. Would you I've like- got one, but we should start on the basketball ones. So question one, who is better at sitting on the block for you, James or your new teammate, Luigi? James. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Distrust already. A newfound relationship. James and I really had a bond on, on our side. <laughs> yeah, me being like Rose, I don't want to do anything. Please just shoot it. James James was the equivalent of when you go and play golf and you hire those guys to drive your cart around. What are they called? Caddies, is that the word? <laughs> Personal caddy. Or like one of those things that people put up on a football pitch in a training ground that's just like the outline of a human. <laughs> James made it so there was only one option for me, catch and shoot. Now I have to make decisions or play in the middle or power side or run off of a pick. It's it's. Yeah, I can't believe year. you guys get to move this year. <laughs> like, where was that? Was- what is happening let's hope your coach isn't listening to this otherwise he's gonna be like oh you just want to sit still do you yeah um people can move around me yeah you can you can sit still on the bench if you just want to sit still (laughs) oh shit (laughs) don't say that (laughs) rose it's fine (laughs) right it's fine i edit this no you got you got a question because this is nowhere near lightning round at this point Okay, lightning round question. In your time in the Spanish league so far, uh, best shooter you've played against? Not very lightning. I think Terry is the best shooter. Best shooter of, like that I've seen in, in this tournament or like in the last couple of years. I mean, Gaz. Okay. Fulipski. Oh, yeah, nuts. Um, three answers in a lightning round. I like it. Best defender you've played against? Matt, Matt Scott. Cool. Uh, straight straight uh, in on the USA promotion. Um, who, she did too many GB guys there. She had to, she had to even it out. Who's, um, who's somebody who you always underrate and then when you play them, they're actually way better than you ever give them credit for? Hmm. I did that to John Hernandez and yeah. he really yeah. showed me otherwise. <laughs> I think yeah. everyone's had the same thing up until about last year when he was with Bilbao and everyone was like, okay, yeah, this guy is actually just good. <laughs> Let's take yeah, all the hand There's the thing of like, well, like Bilbao last year, it was like, so if you stop this and then you rotate here and then you stop that and then you plug this gap and then you, oh yeah, John. Oh yeah, cool. Two points. Just no off the block on the weak side. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That was actually going to be my next question. Most underrated guy. This okay. is disjointed. Who's somebody you'd love to have as a teammate from the Spanish league? Polipski, James. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, Fifi's a good one, man. He seems fun. Like every everyone's yeah. like everyone who doesn't know him sees like the ball tattooed, like tough guy, and is like, oh god. And then he's so much fun to play with and against. Like he's like he encourages people on the other team while he plays, which yes. is something that I don't think people know. <laughs> but like I he blocked me and then on Saturday, and then was like, come on, baby, let's go. <laughs> What's happening? That's awesome. That's like 
that's the most condescending thing I've ever heard. It fits in perfectly somehow. I've never spoken to him. It just seems like that's what he'd be at all the time. Yeah. No, but it might be condescending, but it feels like he's genuinely like, hey, I love basketball and I would like a good game. Let's go. <laughs> but, yeah. He also yeah. had the best quote of the year last year when they made a good play and he screamed out, this is basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, we are playing basketball. Correct. <laughs> absolutely amazing. Well, while, okay. while we're on Filipski quotes from last year, did you hear him shout anything at either of the two young English guys that cracked you up? Mm. No. No, that's a shame. Every game I ever watched of them, it seemed to be play finished. Filipski yells at one of them, like... I think there was the game where they beat Illunion, Lee like got a steal and fed Filipski a full court pass for a layup with a foul. He like finished the shot with the foul and then turned around and screamed at Will. <laughs> Will was like still in the backcourt. It's like, what is going on here? <laughs> Damn. Okay, two last lightning round questions uh, just to bring it back to actually being lightning. Um, best passer in the Spanish league over your couple of years here? Jorge. Sanchez, obviously. Cool. Last lightning round question. Best young player in the league? Lee Fryer, obviously. Cool. Lee Fryer, who I proclaimed the best player in the universe for about a 20-minute spell when I thought he was going to beat a Lunion on his own on like a Wednesday. (laughs) We were all just sitting watching that (laughs) for some reason. It was on like midweek. I was just like, Lee's the best player in the world. And then he missed a layup and then Amadou did something. And I was like, okay, Amadou's the new best player in the universe. Um, I started treating it like something that you have to like take from someone directly. So you the couldn't cha- pass it on to what you're playing against. Yeah. But yeah like, okay. okay, I think that's I think that's got us. I've actually lost what my question was, but it was completely irrelevant. It was something I thought of earlier today. If it pops out to me, I'll just ask it mid-podcast and completely throw off the flow yeah um, sentence to your own self <laughs> yeah but anyway Rose, what i was thinking oh i remember bang lightning right. james this makes me think of uh the first time i ever met you your lightning round questions rose you can't bring that up on a podcast go on <laughs> Sorry, not, you know this right you have to edit it out, i don't right? think i've heard this i don't think it's that bad to edit it out basically i was like rose for some reason, I was like, Rose is a female wheelchair basketball player that is above a certain level of power. Oh, yeah. yeah. Must I... be gay. And I was like, Rose, are you gay? I don't know why I need to know, but <laughs> I was like, I don't need to know, but I'd like to. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. My name is James. Are you a lesbian? <laughs> hey, no, it was like 20 minutes later to give myself some. I, I just, I think I was like, hey, this would be Did- funny. I was like, this is 20 minutes that you you had to get a drink in before you were brave enough to ask. (laughs) Was that what that was? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Rose was just off like a day of traveling, being like, I don't know where I am or who these people are. I was like, nice to meet you. Here's a weird question. But yeah, it'd be nice if this could be edited out, but I'm sure it won't be. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think we've done any harm here. Uh, Cool. I I don't care. I'm sorry Um, for bringing it up, James. No, it's cool. I'd, I'd forgotten about that, but that I have heard the story before, but it still still makes me laugh that that's like, if that had gone badly, that was then James's roommate for two years. It's funny that he spiked it all on the first 20 minutes of meeting you. Yeah, I wonder if I was just like, hey, I wonder if Rose can handle me being strange. Let's see, like early on, <laughs> let's test the waters a bit. But yeah, probably inappropriate, shouldn't have done it. But anyway, um, 
Mark, Mark, put this train back on the tracks. What are we Let's doing? Do okay. So, Rose, we spoke to you last, it feels like forever ago, because it was fairly early pandemic, I think. Um, you were yeah. locked down with James, Anna and Ari. You're now Zooming us from your very own apartment on the seafront in Gran Canaria, which to me says you're moving up in the world after your couple of years there. So how do you think you've... You've obviously been with the team. This is your third season now, I think. Yeah. Um, do you kind of see yourself settled here? Are you happy to be back? Are you really, you know, are you glad that your contracts got rolled over and everything? Do you like your new team? All that good stuff. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, definitely happy that I'm sticking around here. I mean, Grand Canaria is a great place to play. I think I like Honai. I think he's a great coach. I really like the team. I think the new players are all really awesome and yeah i feel i feel happy here not settled i mean i would i would at some point like to go play somewhere else in in spain but for now i'm very happy and thank you on that rumor train early yeah <laughs> should we <laughs> time to start rumors yeah that's awesome though um so we touched on it very quickly with when we mentioned luigi and james being your your personal caddy in different occasions um so how are you finding the obviously you guys had James and Mendel for the last couple of years and you basically only played the same five players the vast majority of the time so you've switched up like 40% of your most used lineup how are the new guys fitting in is it suiting you well uh yeah I mean the new guys are are, are fitting in really well I think uh it's just like I think we're a little bit more diverse this year we're we're still trying to like find our roles and exactly how we want to play. I mean, uh, like a big, a huge difference is definitely like shifting Ari into a bunch of different roles, but it's been really cool to see him able to like expand his game. Like he's all of a sudden becoming like a more versatile player. I think like, it's been really fun, like being forced into a position myself where I have to become more dimensional as well and you know be more of a point guard not just an offside shooter so I think like there's a lot of potential there it's just and the new guys are really bringing that for us still miss James and Mendel but the new guys are awesome that that says to me that you talked about being more more diverse there that basically says you got James out of the way and you can you guys can now run what you want to run is that right (laughs) no so mean you guys are running five big now you can do whatever you want you don't have to be like hey i'm gonna throw james this pass and just like he might get stuck in there i don't know you've got (laughs) luigi who's like nine feet taller than me (laughs) yeah what when you're out there with that big unit do you feel like you're surrounded by bodyguards because that's that's what i imagine it's like ari and luigi are both so skinny but they're like the longest guys in the entire world I think solely having like Jorge Salazar in the court makes you feel like we have a bodyguard at all moments anyways. <laughs> so the other ones are just like nice add-ons. Fair. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen Ari try to be tough, but I don't, I don't know how seriously I would take it if it happened. Maybe it didn't. that's just knowing him. <laughs> I think Ari's form of, of trying to protect someone would be hugging the person being violent. Oh, bless him. <laughs> I miss him so much. <laughs> or distracting what, him with dance. What, what a highlight reel that would be, though. Like, you get the occasional, like, 
bootleg clips of like NBA games where it's like two guys getting into pushing and shoving and then like the refs and the other players like force their way in and separate them. If there was one of those in a wheelchair game and then it like pans and Ari's just hugging the guy <laughs> who's kicking it all off. Man, we should we should try and stage that and make that happen. That'd be great content. For our own social media sick. Yeah. <laughs> that would be wonderful. So looking at the three games you've played so far in the league, you haven't really played any of the sort of top teams. Like yeah, they beat Malaga. Yeah, who are the best team in the world. Um yeah, but that's what I was, I was going to say, starting with the Malaga game. You guys kind of struggled to get going for a little bit in the first half. You had like 20 points. It was 2018, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. then you had about the same amount of points in the third quarter. What was the third quarter score? I don't remember. It was, I think we talked about this on the roundup. It was something like 20, 25-7 or something like that. Uh, yeah, I had 24-8 in my head. So we'll go with something around there. But yeah, like... Can I ask what changed? Like, obviously, you don't need to give away any trade secrets, but, like, do you think that was just getting off to a slow start from not knowing each other? And, like, was it the equivalent of what happened to us in Vigo two years ago where we just crapped the bed? I I think it it very much was just, like, getting used to each other. Playing, I mean, like, we're playing a little bit of a different style. So the... The two of us, the the two new guys are having to get used to a very like regimented form of playing. And then the the three of us, the the style is a little bit more like with movement than we've been used to. So we're having to get used to that as well. Sure. Okay. That's cool, man. And was it did the change from the last couple of years come about purely from Honai, or did you guys have sort of input into how you guys wanted to play? Or I'm just I'm so so interested in how that how that went i think a lot of it's from honai cool man that was funny because on 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 the last um couple of times we've spoken about grand canaria james has made not so subtle digs about how regimented it all was it's funny that that's that's changed (laughs) yeah it was like it was two solid years of him being like ah so i figured out that if we do this this and this it will go well and in his defense yep we were third best like third in the league two years in a row. So like it worked to a certain point, but yeah, it's, it's like, it was so interesting when I turned that first game on and I saw like Ari on the block and Luigi over here and uh, like you moving spots. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, Honai's, Honai's doing some stuff. You guys are doing some stuff. But I, I partly wondered if you guys had just been like, Hey, we're taking the rent. <laughs> I want to move. But, nah, no, it's, it's been like, just, I think it's good. Like, it feels like he has more trust in like Ari and I to play different roles a little bit. I think that was a, a big issue. Like last year was that like he found something he trusted us in and didn't really like trust us in other stuff, but it's been fun. I mean, it's a struggle, still not great at, at the things that he wants me to do, but like, it's nice to have that freedom and to get pushed a little bit. Yeah, so, man. I think um, going back to your guys first year as well, it was, I think the that Vigo game that you were talking about is the one I remember where you're all trying to figure out what your guys' roles were. And that was with James playing the middle or playing the point a lot and Ari on the block for you a lot, Rose. Um, and I think part of that was kind of the fact that Ari was so new and so young and nobody really knew what he was yet that he got trusted with like the simplest role on the floor. And then the period of time where James was out and you guys had to play 
is David his name? Have I got that right? Yeah. The, the no. one. Yeah. And they were like, we need to shift Ari into the middle to keep things happening. <laughs> Literally, that change to play in that structure seemed to come about because Ari went into the middle and everyone was like, oh, this works really well because this guy's massive and apparently never misses from the free throw line. So <laughs> that's kind of set your structure up for then like the next year, year solidly, I guess. And it's whatever the reason is that this year's the the time to change it up again. It looked like the first um, half of the Malaga game that James mentioned, it was like Ari on the block for you. And then when it came to nut cutting time, it was like, okay, get Ari back to the middle. So at least you've always got the like fallback option, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have two guys that can play that spot or three. Cause like now I've been playing the middle a little bit yeah. and then you can get just like a bunch of different looks. Sure. So yeah. in, in terms yeah. of your individual game, because we've, we've been doing these roundups kind of week by week, one thing we saw the first couple of weeks was you didn't have massive scoring totals yourself or not the ones we've been used to seeing from you in the last couple of years. And we had a conversation, not this past Sunday, but the one before, where we wondered if this was the year where teams would just sell out to stop rows because you've kicked everybody's ass consistently enough. And then, uh, forgive me for not remembering who you played this past Saturday, but you hung 24 on Las Rosas, Rosas, I believe. So it it looks like your shooting game is still alive and well. Um, Would you say there's been a massive change in the time you've been in the Spanish League of how people are defending you? Um, Have people like adjusted and then readjusted? And do you feel like you still have the advantage you had when you came in and were somewhat disrespected in your early games I think um I mean yeah definitely at the beginning that like was a thing where teams just wouldn't jump me at all they wouldn't like even after I would hit a couple of shots they were I mean I spent like almost an entire season not getting jumped (laughs) maybe even a season and a half not getting jumped by anyone but I mean I this year, it seems like people are are jumping me a little bit harder. It's just like still slow. Yeah. I think, I, uh, sorry. That has to do more with my teammates. I think that like Jorge's really good at making getting people open. And in wheelchair basketball, if like all you're trying to do is like I want a 16 footer, I don't want to get any closer. I'm fine with settling for that. Yeah. But I think that's hard to defend. So it, like teams kind of have to let that happen I think sure what were you going to say James uh it's gone sorry uh, I'm sure it was that? brilliant no it, it it was probably just a question to take you where this is going to go naturally anyway so it's fine that's cool so in in terms of that when you um say about the kind of the disrespect there's the early game in Vigo, which we talked about. The game from the end of the season, I remember, was you hang in 20, high 20s, low 30s points on Illunion because they just sat inside and watched you shoot. The, that's what I remember as your kind of coming out party. Um, and then the game I remember probably most recently is your guys' Copa del Rey game against Bilbao, where that was when you hit the spinning on the spot three to... Was that to tie it up or to bring you guys yeah, in? That was nuts. Yeah. That was to put us down by one. Okay. It's pretty good game. The shot itself was immaculate. But um, yeah, I feel like you're not 
you're not really able to get away with the with the they're not just going to jump me anymore. So do you think that's kind of growing your game that you've talked about, obviously playing some slightly different roles and stuff this year? Do you think the fact that you're now being respected is forcing you to evolve a little bit? Yeah, I'm really excited to see, like, just in general, watching in games, having to start driving faster, continuing to try to get stronger and faster. I mean, just in general, for me, playing in the men's league, really, like, in terms of physical playing, forces me to be a lot stronger and to evolve my basketball game. But, I mean, I'm excited to see trying to drive to the hoop a little bit more and what happens. It might be really ugly, but we'll see. (laughs) You're putting Bilbao on notice right here. You're going to get hacked. You're going to get like seriously hurt first three minutes of the game against that. Like, it, I'm just going to, I'm just going to like, I'm going to, like, I'm just going to like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, so I'm, when, when you drive inside against Hasso and post him up, that'll be when you've made it in terms of dri- driving and finishing in the men's game. Hey, I accidentally drove and posted up Lee last season. <laughs> accidentally oh, yeah <laughs> that was very unorthodox and accidental can you talk me through how that happens accidentally <laughs> i was like well i think we were like on a five on four and i had the ball and like probably should have i like was just looking like you know rolling towards the basket yeah. closer and closer looking for the open person but i was the one that they left open but i just kept rolling closer and closer and closer to the basket until it was like hey i have to put the shot up or it'll be three seconds and like lee was in my face i think lee and alejandro were like guarding me and i was like oh shoot i messed <laughs> up this entire play i have to put it up uh, you don't mess up any play if you just put the shot up and get two points out of it. It's all good. Everything's forgiven. I love the idea of like rolling to the basket, being five on four and being like, so this guy's got a defender. This guy's being defended. This guy's got someone. And so does this guy. But who's open? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Me>. This guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot. <laughs> Sounds well, like it all worked out fine. Yeah. Except we lost that game. But, you know. Yeah. It didn't work out fine. See, he's thrown shade already. There was no need for him to bring that up. No, I was just going to bring up that's the game that I got blocked by two people at the same time. <laughs> I, shot. I, 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 I put up a shot with Alejandro and Lee winning in the key, and I swear they both got a finger to it at the same time. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow, how do you stat that? Was that? I uh, know. Knowing that game, that game, it probably was their ball. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Rose is putting the refs on notice. You're you're only here, you're only here to kick off with Bill Bow. You don't need to offend anybody else. But yeah, we'll bring the refs into it, Rose. I'll We're fine with it. The Grand Canarian refs that you have this weekend will be great. They'll be the best of refs I've ever seen. Is this James? Is is this a thing? Because the Grand Canaria refs are bad, or is James kissing ass in case they listen to this? Refs are just not like I, players aren't meant to agree with refs. Like if a ref does a really good job, we're meant to be like, eh, about half the time. So it's it's an impossible job. But like, I, I don't know. Very seldom do I come away from a game being like that ref was great. The best refs I think are the ones that you're like, oh yeah, that guy, yeah, <laughs> he told the game. I, think, the I don't know. I don't know what you job. guys. I don't know what you guys think, but I don't know if any player actually wants like a tightly called basketball game. Most guys just want to let the ball get rolled out there and call the call the bad stuff, call the stuff that stops us playing and call anything dangerous. 
but you get out of you the way. also think that because you grew up playing for knights and you have that one ref who just shows up 10 minutes before every game and like doesn't understand the rules of basketball <laughs> it's just like yeah on you go guys don't worry about it yeah that guy's a rugby <laughs> ref and that makes a lot of sense <laughs> that's ridiculous um Right, we'll shift on anyway because I, I feel like if we get onto refing, we'll get down a deep rabbit hole of like, hey, do you remember this call from this many years ago? Um, we're going to start complaining. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get ourselves in trouble with the league. It'll be awful, <laughs> won't it? Um, so, out of the games you've played, Rose, like James said, you've kind of not been challenged by anybody massively yet. This weekend's kind of your first big test, I suppose. Um, if you even consider it that, or if you wanted to get the trash talk in early, you could say that you still don't think you'll be challenged by, by this. I week. know I was, I was going to immediately say, is it, it's just another. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry. I must have the schedule wrong. Um, yeah. I'm joking, James. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. You're allowed to think whatever you want. So you're allowed to be wrong. Rose, Shut hey, up. At the minute, you're either right or wrong. So, like, it's 50 50. Uh, we're not going to tie. Like, <laughs> so having, having looked around the Spanish league at kind of what the other teams are doing, have you seen anybody team wise that you think is better than you thought, worse than you thought, about as expected? Um, obviously, Albacete are playing without a couple of guys now. Um, have you kind of thought they might be? something you you guys can go up against, for example, in their current form? Uh, I mean, Albacete is definitely... Albacete and Aluni in the first two games, I, I mean, <laughs> they, they were fun to watch. Yeah. Those, like, just, like, having all those shooters on the court. I mean, watching Kyle and Fifi go off on Saturday was super fun to see. Yeah. But, man. I mean, I think Albacete is good. Yeah, having that many shooters and then a big guy on the court. I mean, it's a very cool lineup. Maybe you can credit the um, quality of the opponent with why why Albacete's offense was so good. Yeah, to be fair, like we, we we've had a look at that. I'm like, I've heard some people being like, "Hey, if they're going to shoot that percentage, they're going to shoot that percentage." And then I've also had people watch the game and be like, yeah, they were pretty open on some of them. So it's like, it's funny to try and like find a, a place to land on there. It's probably like, Hey, it's a bit of both and some of neither. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, man, they lit us up. They lit us up. Good. Yeah, they, they did. But you yeah. guys very handily walked your way into the paint every single possession 95% of your points were from inside the key. Yeah, like we, I think we shot a better percentage than them in twos. And it's like, man, the three ball just makes such a big difference. And it like it has done for a long time. But like, I, I'm really interested to see if teams start just jacking up more threes. If you're shooting like that, you should shoot like 25 a game. But yeah. like people don't shoot them like that most of the time. Like, well, we kind of saw kind of saw it in the Paralympics, didn't we, where Germany were like, hey, we're probably not as good as these other teams, but if we get loads of threes up and make like six or seven in a game, that might swing it just enough. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that like it's taken until now when how long has Gerbalek played basketball for us <laughs> to be like, hey, maybe we all should do that. Yeah, I'd never thought of it in terms of like an individual guy 
shifting the whole perception. But I guess he maybe it's different because people just see him as like he's the only guy who shoots threes on that team. So maybe other teams have been like, oh, it's not worth it unless you have someone who shoots the percentage that he does. But like Germany had like three or four guys getting threes up a couple um, going back to Tokyo. But yeah, you, you might well be right. Maybe the evidence has been there for a long time and we've all been very slow to pick up on it. Yeah, because I think people just like philosophically look differently at a team that's like a three-point shooter and guys to pick and roll as like a Turkish style yeah. team versus a team that's like, hey, we put out like a conventional lineup with mids and maybe a one-pointer and a high-pointer and like four of us will just let it fly. Like I think that's fundamentally like a different thing yeah that needs stopped differently and defended differently like i think yeah that's where the game like that's probably where the game is going to go i assume on account of that being where the running game went because people figured out it was better so like i can't see a reason why obviously there are some limitations in terms of like a lot of really high percentage three-pointers in the nba or catch and shoots and it's like that's a that's a tough thing to ask people to do in the wheelchair game, but and from the corners as well, which is like as close to not wheelchair accessible as anywhere on a basketball court can be. Yeah. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Like if you take like the type of offense that we played last year, very spread out with shooters everywhere, it's kind of the same thing, but you can't really do that from the three point line because you can only access like. Yeah. Like, above, above the curve of it rather than. Where Half it, of the three-point line, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Well, you could run, like, we didn't. It's not like we ran five out last year. Like, we only run three out, like, every other team. So, like, you could do it, like... Someone sitting stationary at the baseline? Kyle No, no, it, that's so. not what I mean. Like, you could just run three out. Like, you could still have two bigs or a big and a low on each block and just, like, have your three perimeter guys just 30 feet from the basket. Like, Abacetti had two guys on the three-point line. Like, all it takes is whoever was playing in the middle, Ben, I think it was to like just sit in the three point line and then yeah. you're, and then you're, then you're doing something. I uh, think that that's potentially the next evolution though, is to have kind of two three point shooters play like top of the key, but off center, I guess. And then have the screen of who would be the guy playing the middle, be the, like the pick and roll partner for those guys and be able to go in either direction. But yeah, I think corner three should be a thing. Um, Elunian ran. Elunian tried it with Kyle for a little bit, but I don't. They kind of gave up on it after a while. I don't know why. Yeah, one of my favorite set for Terry's corner three uh, two weeks ago, and he made it. I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah, that was cool. One of my favorite games of all time was the Austrian men's team came to UTA to play us women, and one of my teammates who has CP and shoots stationary threes hit ten stationary three-pointers on them in one game. Oh is, there, is there any video of this? There has to be video of this. I don't know. I don't think there's video of it. I don't um, know. I should ask because it was brilliant. And some of them were stationary corner threes. That was we, freaking cool. When, when you said my favorite game ever was the Austrian men against the UTA women, I was like, where is this? Get Like, this can't be anything. That sounds yeah. mental. If you get any video of that, we need to see this. Yeah, that that actually that does actually bring me to a fun question: is like, what is the most fun game you've ever been involved in? Oh, us against the Union last year at the very beginning of the season. That was so much fun. 
Was that the, the defensive showcase game? 9690, yeah. I believe it was. I say I believe it was. That's definitely what it was. Yeah, that was, I was like, James, we used to watch that game once to twice a week. Don't act like you don't know the score. <laughs> the best thing about it would just be like, uh, for about two weeks afterwards, we would just like push past each other in the kitchen and be like, 96? What? Is it 94? No, no. 96? What? That's crazy. Like just for, just for, for, for just fun. for the fun of it, I'm yeah, ninety six percent sure. <laughs> yeah. It meant, it, and then it meant nothing because we lost to them at home and lost to Bilbao twice, and Mediva beat the brakes off us in their place. And but yeah, okay. and that first half of the season. Oh yeah, that Mediva game. Like I've described it to someone else as like we were like, hey, we can't start badly against these guys, and then three minutes in, we were like, ah, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Like we didn't, we didn't actually believe that, obviously, but it kind of felt like they went out in a bit of a run early on, and we were like, "Hey, they might beat, they might beat us by 60. I also remember when we were watching Burgos beat Bilbao at Nepal, and being like, "We're the best team in the world." Oh, that was fun because we had just beaten Albacete by one. And we were like in the mix for maybe still chasing for the league at that point because we hadn't lost to Mediba or Union or Bilbao again. We knew we were playing Bilbao next week. So we needed them to lose one and then us to take the game off them and then yeah. just see what happened, obviously, with the rest of the league. Um, so we had like played Albacete early that day. So by like 3 p.m. we were out having a drink. So you can imagine what we were like by like 7 o'clock when... Uh, Burgos repeating Bilbao, <laughs> like flipping tables and smashing glasses. And <laughs> Not really, but man, that was a lot of fun. I've told all the Bilbao guys about that, and they were like, ah. It's a just as a final note to when you said not really, it's a really bad look for a bunch of disabled people to be smashing glasses <laughs> and like flipping tables because someone will just be like, hey, get these guys out of here. Like, the if they were thing, normal like, paying customers, we wouldn't mind. They're just having a good time, but these guys don't even know they're doing it smashing glasses and then being in a wheelchair and being like i can't move for smashed glass <laughs> <laughs> like i brought this on myself um but no yeah that was that was a lot of fun you've touched on madiba on madiba who we've not mentioned rose what do you think of madiba this year because i'll um i'll warn you that they come for you if you say anything bad about them Mark, for God's sake, you were very wrong and got told you were very wrong. <laughs> Mark was like, uh, Mark was like, hey, Mediva, I don't know. Those Burgos guys look pretty good. <laughs> and they beat Burgos for like 60. <laughs> Burgos guys look very good. Uh, I'm, uh, I haven't watched Mediva play at all. Fair enough. I'm, cool. Well, um, we'll wait until we get kind of finished recording and I'll just edit something in that we can claim you said, which will actually just be my thing when I said Mediva didn't look very good. And then <laughs> you can start getting all the hate mail from that point. I'm fine with that. That's cool. Wicked. <laughs> Palmed it off. Not my problem anymore. All right. Shall we? We'll get to the matter at hand then as we've bounced around the Spanish league a good bit. So Rose... What is the score going to be when Gran Canaria take on Bilbao this Saturday? 102 to 8. 
<laughs> oh Rose you shouldn't have I know we're good but I don't think we're that good <laughs> I'm not gonna say who wins who loses that's really funny just being like 71 <laughs> 63 <laughs> <laughs> and like okay. it's so close that I don't know who's better but I know they're nine points better or something it's funny <laughs> well I I get that you take two numbers and you're like, I'm not going to say who wins, but if you were, would you not feel if you guys had Bill Bowcom all the way to you and then blew them out by 94 points, you'd be like, well, that wasn't really worth it. <laughs> Dang, I with James after the game. I thought that's why he was coming. Okay. Fair. Being like, man, you guys are bums. I'll be in the bar upstairs. Is hilarious. Would you would you want to hang out with James who'd just been beaten by 94 points? Because that doesn't sound like a good time. <laughs> I'm all right to be around when we get beaten, to be fair. Like most of the time. There's like every 30 minutes, I'll just go, ah, and then say something I shouldn't. And then I'll just be like, fine again. But no nah, man, I think I think it should be a fun game. Like it's your guys' first real challenge. That's where that's kind of stuck with you for a little bit. If you didn't shoot like twelve from fourteen, might have been it might have been a game. But they kind of stuck with you for two and a half quarters. I felt like we but, also had eighteen minutes to get ready for the game when we got oh. there from the airport. Oh, right. that's bad. Okay, you're excused. Like a delay, or did you plan badly? We got delayed. Ah, uh, okay. That makes okay. that makes a lot of sense. Also, yeah. Kano, I watched it and like <laughs> three minutes in, I was like, wow, Kano does whatever he wants. And then he actually did. He actually had 31. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, don't, yeah. don't, don't do your Salvador bit again, because we got some feedback the other day about how you've said the same thing about um, Salvador Zavala on the last two episodes. What, that he's old, but can get to where he wants to? Oh, and then that's three now. <laughs> Yes, that's three times I've said that. Um, yeah, no, he, yeah, no, they're, they've been like, they stuck around with you guys for a little bit and then you guys were like, okay, see ya, thanks, bye. So, Hi. Can you I wrap it to question, James? Yeah. I've come up with rapid shoot questions for James. What teammate do you miss the most from here? Uh, Raul. Okay. Uh, what teammate do you like the most from Bilbao? Uh, they're all great. Trick question. <laughs> Damn it. They actually uh, are. If you could bring any of us to you in Bilbao, who would you bring? Not two. I like playing. Um, <laughs> Claudia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how is he? Not the one that you missed the most? Yeah, that's why I said Claudia this time, because I was like, Raul, damn it. <laughs> who are you the most excited to see? Uh, can't choose all of you. I love all of my ex Canarian friends. Equally. You see what I have to work with here, I'm trying to fire questions. I'm getting absolutely non-committal answers at all. Time. I, do, I, I, I do, I do, I do miss like annoying Ari quite a lot. Like I miss all of you guys, but specifically giving Ari, giving Ari some 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 abuse is something that Honestly. I'm really looking forward to. Most of those questions was me just trying to say I miss my sweet, sweet Dutch child. <laughs> Getting you to say I miss my sweet, sweet Dutch child, Ari. Yeah. I did want to bring up the Instagram reel that you put up the other day of you playing one-on-one with the guys because it's so much of Harry getting scored on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not really. Like, because it's like 
the first 60% of it is like you guys playing offense on Ari. And I was like, has Roshi's put up a reel of Ari getting scored on? And then it kind of like switches into like him getting some buckets and whatever. But I was like, have you just like, <laughs> have you just accidentally <laughs> made this guy look? <laughs> no, there was nothing accidental about it. She was <laughs> like, this will be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about this, but yeah. Um yes adorable because or awful because Aries sweet sweet mother was like fire emoji to that reel <laughs> wow my son's getting absolutely flamed here. <laughs> he, he wasn't even just like maybe like two out of the thir- first three plays is him getting scored on I was like is this what Rose is gonna do because that's very funny but no, no. That's, that's so good this, um, have you got full responsibility for giving Ari a hard time then? Because that seemed to be James's job when you guys all lived together. I think some of the new guys are taking on that responsibility. Okay, and fair enough. Yeah. Very he's hard a, relationship. He's in good hands. I did wonder, I was like really worried when um, James and Anna got the, the whole Bill Bow thing sorted and nailed down. I was like, what happens if they move in to get, like, finally get their own place after a couple of years of housemates? And James is like, hey, I really miss giving this child a hard time. Like, that's a, a terrible note to start married life on. <laughs> no, James is very uh, adamant on telling us that he is happy to not live with us anymore. It's, it's real nice. <laughs> I but miss you guys I, as friends, and I'm very, very glad to have my own space. And they are both, they are both true. Yeah, I think you don't live with any of them either. Like you don't live with any of us either, Rose. And you're having a great time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think if it makes you feel any better, me and James haven't had the same light. He's never told me the same thing explicitly, but I think after the four of us all lived together for like two months solidly i think there's been like an unspoken thing of like hey it's great when we hang out it's also great when we all have our own space so don't take it personally fair enough yeah That's although nice. mark the last time we spent a lot of time together i made two like irreversible life decisions and then i got married and also got two tattoos <laughs> although one of them was pre-planned and nothing to do with you so but you know <laughs> that seems pretty reversible yeah it looks very painful. <laughs> then I don't know. I feel I feel like we did the tattoos thing, and then you were like, from the minute after it happened, you were like, Yeah, I got this one for my wife, and I got this one as a joke for my friends. And it's like, okay, that's a little bit hurtful. <laughs> but the ink's not dry yet. I'm just like, hey, how funny is this? Yeah, hey, how stupid does this look? Yeah. <laughs> <Bunch of> idiots. No. <laughs> look at us. First guest we've had on since we had it, and we're showing off our joint tattoos. How sad are we? Um <laughs> you guys are so anyways. cool. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. you. You're welcome to get a matching one if you so wish, but that would be weird. Don't. Yeah, you're not. What is it? C C four C squared C squared. Yeah, real. It's for the WhatsApp group. If you'd like, we can add you to the WhatsApp group long enough that you get the tattoo as well. But then you're kind of in the WhatsApp group forever. Otherwise, the tattoo becomes even more weird. <laughs> no, I don't want to be part of the WhatsApp group. I just want the tattoo. I'm never going to talk to you guys different. again. Yeah, you can get that as well. Um, right, shall we get towards wrapping up? Because I think you need to head off relatively soon. Is that right? Yes. Got to, okay. you know, prepare for the big game this weekend. 
Yeah, okay. Rose was like, hey, sorry, I got to go shoot. And I was like, it's fine. You're not going to get a shot off in 40 minutes. Why would you need to? Like, <laughs> oh, man. Practice setting. That's what you were saying to me. <laughs> I no, took it as a compliment. I, I was like, oh, no, James thinks I'm good. <laughs> I, was actually, I was actually being nice, but it would have been funnier being like, I don't know. Like, what's the worst thing you could tell someone to practice? Well, the, 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 the flip ball side ball. would be Rose saying to you, well, you better practice your shooting because we're going to leave you open all game. Uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Every so often, like, I, I've, like, stopped someone to be like, why did you rotate out to me? Like, that's not, like, that's a bad idea. So someone was like, hey, I got there. And I was like, yeah, but you shouldn't have. But, like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, this giving away trade secrets. talking yourself. Giving away trade secrets, Rose can shoot and I can't. So, Rose, you wouldn't dare give us the scoreline, but without, well, giving away about as much as you feel like giving away, is there anything you've watched of Gran Canaria or, you know, the Albacete game last week or whatever, where you've, you guys have picked up on something that you think you can exploit, use to your advantage when you play these guys on Saturday? You're not going to tell was secret nobody knows. Osier wants to shoot a left-handed or a left-side bank shot. What? Well, I'd, <laughs> I'd never picked that. up on that. <laughs> Paso's tall. He said that left-handed. Imagine if he actually just started hook shots. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, Rose. Imagine, yeah, if it, if it turns out he listens to this and he shoots a left-hand sky hook on their first possession, that, that would be that we've made it. If instead of just getting trash-talked for our incorrect <laughs> predictions, we're influencing stuff that people do in games. <laughs> you know, I love that. Having the power yeah, to like simultaneously get a prediction wrong. Having the power to simultaneously get a prediction wrong by 60 points, but also make someone like just completely change how they play would be so weird to be in the middle of. <laughs> okay. so it sounds like we're not getting any not getting any insider info from what Gran Canaria are thinking but I dare say would you say you guys are going outside your regular game plan to account for Bilbao or do you think you guys just trust your system enough to keep on trucking yeah I think we trust our system that's definitely the approach I've always tried to have with basketball is, is just like stay in my system and in the system that we need to play and don't worry too much about the other team, I guess. Fight and talk. Not, not, e- not even worth breaking the whiteboard out for. <laughs> <laughs> Being like, well, wow, 30 next. Uh, yeah. is, is the most respectful most disrespectful basketball move ever for a coach to show up to a game without a whiteboard. <laughs> that would be awful. Like that's somewhere in between like if you do it by accident, you're incompetent as a coach. If you do it on purpose, you're the most confident coach to ever live. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you can't uh obviously on Monday we had 30 very detailed and specific videos from Honai in our WhatsApp group, and James knows that all too well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Was any of your instruction, hey, if you shoot like 70% on 15 threes, you'll be all right? Because <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Like at any given point, if you shoot like 65% on three, you're probably good. Yeah. Don't give away the secrets, man. <laughs> She's kept everything close to the chest here. And you're like, hey, if you just make all your threes, you'll beat us. Seems, seems like, that seems very full. Yeah, on Saturday. I, I've told you this. You should shoot like five a game. Like I as a friend. 
<laughs> as a friend. As someone who's playing you this weekend, I would like you to not take any shots for like 40 minutes, but you know. As a friend. As a friend. As your friend, Rose. <laughs> this, this is weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Last thing we'll hit, Rose, before you let, we let you get out of here. Um, so Euro Cup groups came out. We've not really talked about it because we're going to do a big roundup at some point, but we figured that seeing as we've got guests on, we may as well ask them about their individual groups and whatnot. Um, so you're going to be, you guys are going to be going Champions League qualifiers in a group with Landil, Porto Torres, San Stefano, and Ilan Ramatgan, which I'm probably butchering a little bit. Um, you've obviously done EuroLeague the last. In fact, you didn't do EuroLeague your first year, did you? Because it got called off with. with yeah, we didn't finish it out. We like right? qualified for the next one, and then we it stopped. Yeah. That's right. And then it was like a shortened version of EuroLeague last year where they just did the Champions Cup final eight. So this is your kind of first go round um, in like the full EuroLeague format. So how are you guys feeling for that? Um, is it too early to start thinking about that stuff yet? Or are you kind of keeping an eye on what some of the other teams are up to? Obviously, you guys ran into Landil um, last year and you nearly upset them in kind of the opening game so are you ready for yet another grudge match coming up yeah honestly haven't really thought about it too much like it is pretty far in advance excited to go to israel though that's going to be cool yeah for sure mm. i don't know i don't know any of the other teams right now fair enough well we talked briefly about Porto torres on last week uh last week's roundup and i dare say you guys will be fine against them that might be a candidate for the don't even bring a whiteboard game Sorry, Port Thoris. Um, but yeah, it's obviously Euroleagues coming around. It's a big deal. Are you excited to do it? Kind of the first, like say, your first full go around and hopefully not have the tournament cut in half by a global pandemic this time? Yeah, I'm excited to see the how the full process looks. It, it, it was weird to see that piece of paper with saying all the different tournaments and stuff and not really how complex it is because last year we just went to a random tournament and got yeah. to play. Sure. Well, I think if you, if the format's like it was, you guys, if you finish third, you'll end up in Bilbao for a long weekend. So you got that to look forward to. Who wants to be there? Uh, <laughs> now you guys have a real chance of finishing top two. Yeah. I, I, would, do. I, I imagine it's like Landil and then everyone's craps for. San Stefano a decent man. That'll be, that'll be a tough one, but. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The, the um, if you guys, if it's not bad enough, when you beat James into the ground this weekend, you'll get an extra chance to do it in the Euroleague. <laughs> it's That's so funny that I joked about not saying anything about, and then actually just haven't pushed back on any of this. <laughs> <laughs> right, five minutes before we finish, do either of you guys want to get your jabs in? Ah, uh, we're gonna blow them out. Uh, I, maybe. <laughs> God, you got. I feel like that there'll be guests who come in here with real fight and talk, and James will just be a punch bag for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Like, I obviously think we're going to win the basketball game on Saturday because we're all like everyone in this league trains Monday to Friday to try and help their team win basketball games on Saturdays. So, like, of course, I think we're going to because why wouldn't I? Like, but yeah. <laughs> that's not that's very 
very democratic and it's not even like non-confrontational it's just actually what i think i think i think we're gonna do it but you probably don't so <laughs> is, that aimed at, is that aimed at me or rose uh rose i think i think mark's on team bilbao i think mark likes me more than he likes you <laughs> mark what do you think what do i think um i think it's going to be 102 to 8 in one way or another I would love if that actually happens. Mark, I think Mark, it, I think Mark originally called Burgos to beat Medieval by 102 to 8, by the way. No. It's, um, I think it'll be 96-90. Ooh, that would be fun, man. Because that I would think, be fun. I think well, it's yeah, um, kind of play slow, so I think yeah, like, no probably the last couple of years it was like 60s. Well, like, it would be fun if this was like... Hey, you guys have got it in you, man. You gave up 91 to Albacete. Yeah, we do. Apparently. <laughs> So, very last question for me. Can you guys predict what each other's stat lines will be? Oh, that's fun. Is it? I don't know. That seems kind of mean. I take like two shots a game. So it's do I have two points or four, like, or zero? Like, (laughs) James is going to go two for two. I'm cheering you on. (laughs) That's nice. You're going to shoot like, it was six for nine. Nice. I'm gonna shoot nine times. That's exciting. Yeah. What do you mean? You shot 14 times and made all of them in Las Rosas. <laughs> you were telling me I wasn't gonna shoot the ball for 40 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would like you to shoot as few times as possible, but like, you know, get some off, aren't you? Realistically, I don't know, man. Uh, haven't a clue. Uh, Rose, you're gonna get, Rose. I'm gonna take more shots than you. That's my prediction, and that's either a very good thing or a very bad thing, depending on which number that goes to. Like whether that's high or low. If you take eight shots and I take twelve, we're in trouble. If I take four <laughs> and you take three, we might be in business. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have a nightmare watching this game. I'm gonna have all these predictions you guys have made that I'm trying to keep track of. <laughs> Of any given <laughs> actually open in like four different views. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, cool. Rose, do you have a closing prediction for the game then? Be it final score, anything to do with James's stats or anything <laughs> slightly weirder? Us by six. Oh. I'll give an actual prediction. Us yeah. by six. I have to drink a coffee and go to practice. No worries. We'll let you go. Cool. <laughs> Cool. I think that's a cool way to end it. Us, us by us by more than that. Us by ten. Um, someone's going to file out of this game. Is my weird prediction just for a laugh? It's going to be me. Two technicals, left hand and right hand on Rose. Second, is that, <laughs> like the second game. The second the game starts, just two punches, two technicals done. Well, if that's what happens, you're probably going to get arrested, given that you declared your intent to punch <laughs> twice. But well. Uh, We'll deal with that when we come to it. Cool. Okay, we'll get out of here then. Rose, thank you for joining us. Have a great game on Saturday, and I'm rooting for you guys. He isn't. Thank you. Yes, Rose. See you later. Bye. Right. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Have a bad practice. Bye. Catch you all soon. Peace.